0: Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 147 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Avin beat me because Avin, as uh, my friend, has been on the podcast a few times. Uh, one time many years ago, um, and pretty recently, uh, we talked about Blizzard and Activision. Anyway, Avin and I uh, really love Age of Empires. There was a new one that came out, uh, I believe, last October in 2021. And uh, this is just a funsies episode. Uh, Avin hadn't really played. He plays like Civ and stuff like that. And he was on a budget and I got it for him for Christmas. Um, And we played it uh, via the magic of the internet. I hadn't played uh, an Age of Empires since the original one. Um, And now Avin and I played each other and he roundly whooped my butt. So you get to hear about our exploits of him. Just with my butt and us just making each other laugh, Uh, he roundly beat me. He is very good at these games, Uh, but we could talk about it. Uh, You'll hear it coming up. But I want to remind you guys uh, before the interview part that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. So go there, leave a comment below the show. uh, Let me know what you think. Um, You can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. Or you can write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at Just Little Joe, and I will try to get better about promoting the show. So after this uh, little transition, you'll hear Evan and I give each other a hard time on, um, you know, and him beating me um, in the game. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, talk to you guys in a couple seconds. Alright, Avan, so like I said in the intro, you I'm just calling this episode "Avin Beat Me because you beat me at Age of Empires 4, like, really easily. But I know you play Civilization and things like that. Like, when was the last time you played an actual Age of Empires game? He's thinking. Oh, for man,
1: that's, that's a really good question. I mean, before... Age of Empires 4, I think the last time I played it was 2011,
0: 2012. Yeah, so 10, 10 years About ago, basically. 10, 11 years,
1: yeah.
0: So, do, I mean, do you remember that
1: older version?
0: Do, have you, do you like the changes that there? Because the only frame of reference I have is Age of Empires 1 that came out in, like, what, 98 or 97 or whenever it came out? Oh, Lord, I don't know.
1: A long, long time ago. Yeah. I uh, um,
0: Yeah. Do you like the changes they made with this one and stuff? Have like you know?
1: Um, Yeah, I've I've been pretty happy with it. It, The um, the game mechanics are, of course, very very similar. Although they've kind of smoothed some of it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, they've dressed up the graphics a lot. Um, I think the um, the way that they made each one of the different civilizations unique. Uh, in this version it was really fun hmm. versus um, you know some of the older versions they uh, <clears throat> I mean they, they made each one unique but it was more of like unique technologies whereas in this one like they've done some really cool fun things like the Mongolians can move their units but they also like aren't able to gather food via farm so they build I don't remember what they call it but it's a particular special building for them that gives them uh, sheep Oh. and it produces sheep at a certain rate that's interesting um, Yeah,
0: I, I would um, say that would be I mean if obviously you beat me twice very quickly but if I was better at the game the idea that when I saw your scouts coming around poking around my walls the idea that I could be like oh he's on to me I could just move all my stuff you know like that would yeah. be incredibly helpful you know so.
1: And, and against a human, it's pretty... I think it'd be far more useful. I've played against AI that play Mongolia, and it's far more challenging because uh, the computer has scouts running around all the time, and it can manage them permanently. Like, it's never not able to manage a unit. So playing Mongolia versus an AI opponent is you don't
0: really see that benefit yeah it, well one one thing i knew I'll, I'll just say going in i knew i was really screwed is when i called you on the phone and i got it for you and like a month later i said you know how are you digging the game and you're like oh i played this faction and that faction and this fan i was like i'm screwed because okay. i've played it maybe 10 minutes uh to fire it up or install it really i don't think i even actually played a match at that point so i was like oh my gosh but I haven't played a strategy game in a long time. And again, I, I wanted to dive in. I saw the development videos and it looked like they made a lot of changes. I like the change they made to telling if your unit is resting. So it'll it'll have like the sleepy Zs or whatever. So it'll say like, oh, you got four people that aren't doing anything. And I don't know when they included that. But I I really appreciate that because I remember playing, obviously, the first one. They didn't have that. You were constantly looking around making sure people weren't idle you know and in this when you click on it it just zooms into like hey they're over here and they're asleep or whatever I apparently had some farmers that were embedded with the soldiers I created so I don't know how they got mixed in with that but it kept zooming into the soldiers and I kept having to like bring the camera and I'm like wait there's one guy with a basket
1: next to the like it's I mean um, to be fair you just don't have enough practice at it right like I don't don't want to make it seem like you're terrible at the game, um, but I was I pretty have, terrible uh, at the game. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just have a. Um,
0: well, you've always played games like this. You you always yeah. like Civ and stuff like that. And so
1: yep. yep. yeah. So the the um, the advantage that I have in this, like you said, one is like I've always played this type of game, but two, like I I practice with it a lot, and so I got to know. You'll do
0: like intermediate mm-hmm. matches or whatever with the AI. Yeah. Yep. Are you up I to got advanced? To know, or are you like, just. Like
1: a lot of the mechanics, a lot of the keyboard shortcuts, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. some of the more basic strategies on like how to build up civilians, how many civilians, how to pursue resources, and how to structure when you're building. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things that you're kind of missing now, having a unit embedded, is you like highlight a whole group, like drag and drop a, like a box over the units. And there's an info screen at the bottom, and it shows you what unit what the unit mix is mm. in that group you've selected. And civilians show up with a different color backdrop. So they stand uh, out really easy. Mm. Well, so, and, uh, I mean, that could have saved you there. Another thing I was also,
0: ha- Oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, another problem I had was with walls, when I was moving them, I would, like try to go, like, stop and go down, and, like, when I started the next thing, it was like, no, you gotta... There's gotta be a space. And I was like, that's really weird. I don't know why I was doing that.
1: Yeah, no, you were doing something wrong, because there shouldn't have been spaces. I, I'm still scratching my head. How? Why, why does Joe have... I was gonna spaces, build... ...gaps in his walls? Like, this doesn't make any... What's the point of a wall if there's a gap in it?
0: Yeah. Well, that that was another thing where... I, I will say, it's... it, it I definitely... Right after you beat me for the second time, I was like, I should go back and play this again and really try to... um, I do like... uh, My thing is maybe... I mean, I have just been playing the English. Maybe I do need to look through... I went on a website, like a Wikipedia for the game, and people were giving strength and weaknesses of each faction, and some of them seemed... I was like, oh, that might be more my style or whatever, you know? Like, I might actually try the Mongolians. I like the idea of just like, hey, you know, we're bone. They know where we're at. Like, move, you know... Like, go out the back door, let's get, like, go away. But, I mean, the sheep thing, that's going to be rough to manage your food, so, especially when you're trying to build stuff, so.
1: Yeah, and the uh, the mechanic of moving your buildings around means that you're stopping whatever you're doing while those buildings are in motion. Right. So, it it requires a very high level of keeping track of what's going on at different sections of the screen and being able to move around because if you get dragged into combat and you forget to replant your building and your guys aren't capturing resources because you're in combat, suddenly now you can't build an army and replace all of the units. You yeah,
0: want. I mean, I've done that too, where like you get the to the new age, you get like the structure, you can pick one or two structures. Yeah, yeah. usually I put it somewhere next to people that are gathering stuff and I send <laughs> everybody over there to build because I'm like, hey, we already got those resources, let's have nine people on this abbey. To build the abbey up, and then I send those people out to go back to gathering whatever, you know. Man,
1: you got a lot to learn, Jeff.
0: What? Come on.
1: So I'm just gonna, you know, put this out there. Um, there's a lot of grief. On one side of this conversation. <laughs> it was... I am that game. first
0: time... Like, the first time you literally burned my farms and everything. The second time you did the same, I gave a little bit of resistance, but I actually had a wall. But I wasn't done building my wall around. I just had three of the four sides, and you marched in the side that was open, where I was like, oh, no. Oh, and then I saw one or two siege weapons, and I go, that's terrible. Then you had cavalry, and I was like, oh, no. No. I mean...
1: I built up a full army. I was expecting some actual resistance. Well, you
0: were saying stuff, too, that you try to build two bases next to each other so you can do double the output of, like, whatever. So instead of, like, one archery range, you'll do, like, two archery ranges next to each other. So you're just doubling the amount of troops that you can uh, pump out.
1: How quickly they pump out, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can build up an army more quickly, which is really useful if you're playing the AI because, you know, they'll bum rush you while you're attacking them. Oh, yeah. So you'll we'll need to be able to replenish units. And then one of the other strategies is queue up a whole bunch of units beyond your population count.
0: Oh, right, right. Oh, so then if they die, then you automatically get basically reinforcements.
1: So, so as units... They'll they give you like the the little red,
0: down. they'll give you the little red exclamation point. Like, hey, you don't have enough buildings to sustain these units or whatever. And then you can... That makes sense. That That's what I... I was doing so much wrong. Um, but out of all this... I mean, Out of all the civilizations you played, which ones were your favorite so far?
1: Um, oh, man. I really like, uh, the Abbasid Empire. I'm probably butchering the name.
0: Oh, the Aced or whatever? Is that what it is? Is it, uh... I know. It's basically the Middle East. Some, it's like a Middle Eastern... You're checking right now.
1: I, I am, to make sure that I get it right. Uh... Is it is it Asaid maybe? Maybe it's Asaid. That would make way more sense. Um, the
0: uh, are they the, are they the ones you said their research doesn't cost anything? Or is it the Chinese? No,
1: that's the the um, Delhi Sultanate. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it might be Abbasid oh, okay. dynasty. Um, the. Camel cavalry units are fantastic. Oh, uh, they support infantry that are around them and give them bonuses. Um, they have got some special bonuses that go into it too. Um, and then their research, their their landmark structures. Instead of doing individual landmark structures, they have like one facility, and you build on like wings of it. Oh, that's and interesting. So, Yeah, uh, so you don't have to commit any units to building your landmarks, which is really nice. That's actually really nice.
0: I never thought of that.
1: Each wing you build gives you access to several uh, special technologies. So, like one of them... That was something I figured out right at the... 50%. Fifty percent.
0: Yeah, that was something I figured out technology right at the end, right before you marched your siege engines. I was like, "Oh, I can research stuff." And then you, like, maybe thirty minutes later, you came in. I was like, "Oh no!"
1: Well, it wasn't even thirty minutes. It was yeah, like ten. I think I did say that to you because I think I had like eighty-five percent of my technologies researched, and you were at, like. Six total technologies researched.
0: Yeah, the, well, you and I, you and I were like talking on the phone or we playing, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool," and you're like, "Yeah, research is cool." And you were probably at that moment marching your army over to like beat my, burn my villages again. I will say, uh, my villagers did put up a fight because even after you killed my soldiers, like my villagers pulled out longbows and tried to take out some of your guys. they were, like stopped uh, harvesting wood, and we're like, "Oh." And, like, turn around and we're like, we're going to try to attack these. Fight
1: for your lives. Yeah, basically. Fight for your
0: life. No. And you, you burn my Abby down. Of- no, it, it, it is something where I I want, you know, I, I talk about it on the podcast a lot. But I do try to get out of my comfort zone and try a different game. And I usually don't play strategy games. But I am really enjoying this and the fact that it's on Game Pass. So there's really no barrier in entry except if you download it in your time. Oh, nice. You know, then it's, um, you know, like, I can log in, like, on a Sunday and play a match or two, you know. So uh, maybe try out different. Civ- maybe I'll try out a different civilization against the computer, the AI
1: or whatever. The Chinese is pretty fun. You might like the Chinese. I like the um, rockets. They, have, they yeah, I think it's called the Beehive, uh, and they have a special artillery structure where you get uh, like a beefed up one, a royal version of their mm-hmm. siege weapons, which gives them. I think it's an additional fifty percent health. Oh wow! Uh, and their, their area of attack. Um, siege weapon is pretty pretty amazing. That's the I think it's the beehive, and yeah, it does a ton of damage. It's really cool. Cause it's like a box that shoots a whole bunch of rockets. Uh, yeah, so I like the Chinese. I like the Abbasid Abbasid uh, dynasty. Um, I heard
0: the Romans too. They, didn't you say they have better walls? So if you try to like siege, go through the walls or blow up their walls, it's like more difficult to do that or whatever. I think.
1: Yeah, and then they get uh, prelets. So you can assign them to buildings to increase like research speed or production speed, I think. And then uh, they can also grab relics and store relics in uh, more buildings than you could for all of the other civilizations. Like you can store them in you know, all of your outposts, you can store. Hmm. Them in. uh, Does that give you bonuses when you Hmm? your relic? What did what did the relics do? Because I I know
0: that was one of the the win conditions. But what does it do if you bring a relic Hmm. back?
1: Uh, Gathering relics gives you gold.
0: Oh, which is good.
1: I don't know if you if you bring the relics back to your uh, abbey or your monastery, whatever it might be for your civilization. Uh, they produce a certain amount of gold. So oh. gathering more of them, you get more gold out of them. They also can be used to convert enemy units. So if you're carrying them around, like if you have a priest or a prelate in your group that has one, they get the ability to convert. And so um. anyone in a certain range gets converted.
0: That would be incredibly handy Like if you came with, like I don't know, a bunch of cavalry, and I just had one of them like, hey, can we take at least three of these guys? It would be great. They're basically converting people to Catholicism like mid battle. That seems incredibly brave of the priests that are like running out there with like yeah. books, like no, 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 attack! Let me tell you about the good Lord,
1: <laughs> like you know the. I, I think I think more of it is like, hey, check out how our God is with us in this battle and how we're oh, winning. Yeah. And then people are like, oh man. Their god is against us and helping oh, them yeah. win. We should probably compare
0: Yeah, that was another thing. That when, when you recommended, you know, hey, go play the AI on easy, I did that. And that is when I saw the power of having a healer with you, where they rolled yeah. up with... I, I was like, oh, I played Avan against the De- the Delhi Sultan or whatever. I'll, I'll use them again for the... Whatever, I'll give this a shot. And they not only rolled their elephants in, but had healers behind them. And they literally... I mean, I was trying to build walls, but they were just like, no... Cause it was the same thing where it was three. That was the one where I had three sections of my box built, and there wasn't spaces. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna build, and I was I was building it, and like right when I was building the last section, I heard the trumpet, and they came from the south going north, and like right into my whatever. I basically just funneled them into my village, and I was like, I'll see what I can do. And I'll see what I can do, and then the healers. I saw the healing symbols go up, and I was like, this is. Son of a... <laughs> this wasn't going well at all, so... Um,
1: yeah, yeah, you need some practice at this. I will and say, though... It, it is not your genre. Um, but,
0: I, but I had fun. It's just like I remember the first time I played a Magic the Gathering, like, I was terrible, and I mm, lost... Mm. I lost, like, round after round against my in-laws, but uh, I wanted to keep playing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and I beat him now. Uh, quite a bit So it's You know I can turn the table And it, and again If I can log in on a Sunday And play this for an hour In the morning It's like a Chill game You know Because I think I did make that comment I think the first game We played I go Hey this is a pretty chill game But we were at the early stages This gathering And you go Yeah well I mean it might not be the, This whole time I think is what you said You were like It it gets pretty It gets pretty And I was like What do you mean And then when you came And burned all my villages And it was like You're defeated I was like I, I get it now It's not a very chill game too do that too like ugh.
1: I mean it's uh, yeah it, it can get very intense and if you're playing against a more difficult AI or someone that's really uh, skilled and you actually really want to win uh, there's a lot of pressure to not miss things it's like competitive Starcraft where like a couple of missed keystrokes could be the difference between winning and losing in those competitions. Yeah. yeah. Whereas here, it, it, maybe there's a little bit more forgiveness, but not a whole lot. I played a game this morning uh, against a hard AI. Oh. And I beat the hard AI a couple of times, starting the game with high resources. And so I started oh. this game with standard resources, and I wasn't able to build up enough defenses or enough troops fast enough, and so they just mowed over me. And then the uh, I restarted the game because they easily defeated me. I yeah. had no soldiers left, and their whole army was inside my city.
0: Yeah, I mean, the first one I did, they were literally burning all my farms, and, like, my town center was destroyed. I just I was like, well, I think that's about when you text me and said, hey, when do you, like, Friday night, when you're like, hey, when do you want to get on and play? Like, as I was losing and I was like, well, I guess now because... Like this isn't going to get any better than what I'm playing right now.
1: I'd rather do it now than just keep dying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What well, are they, now, there's only one farm left. They're going to burn. So
1: it's a it's a pretty fun game. I do enjoy it. Um, the
0: oh, hang on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, me. that's all right. You're Sorry, all right. you're fine.
1: Um, the learning curve. For each civilization does require a bit of commitment to learn not only what are all the different unique abilities but how to use them correctly. Right. Um, it adds a depth to the game that I don't remember the older versions having. I really don't even remember in the old versions of the game the like Civ, or Civ ah, another game that I enjoy. Uh, Age of Empires 3 I don't remember the necessity of having uh a massive amount of siege weapons being oh necessary. And i just remember ground the game, units there a lot certain defense units that like or defensive structures If you don't have trebuchets or bombards you're not getting to them i don't mm-hmm. care what you have for an army
0: that's interesting yeah i mean maybe it'll be a thing where i'll just i'll i mean we'll coordinate or whatever but like hey i you know i played a little bit do you want to get on and <laughs> You know, like, beat me again. I want to try this again. Maybe I'll pick a different civilization or something. Or maybe I'll stick with the... I do like the British. They're pretty good. You know, the English. Um, They get bonuses for farming. and
1: um, The British Longbowmen are are really powerful. Yeah. Uh, They do a little bit more damage than the standard archer. I think they've got a little bit more range than the standard archer. But then they get a couple of special defensive abilities
0: that well you said like that not the abbey but one of one of the age buildings you build is like an amazing defensive structure i think that was the first one you went and took out on mine i don't think it's the abbey there's two structures you can build when one of the ages advances it's the
1: the westing yeah the white tower or london tower
0: the west i thought it was the westing anyway whatever
1: no um But, yeah, it's got, like, double the range for its archers and garrisoned. It does way more, and then on top of it, you can build in cannon emplacements and uh, springald emplacements, and, like, it's just ridiculously strong. (laughs) Like, you watch watch that building next time you build it when someone comes and attacks it, and it's just, like, a never-ending flow of arrows. Yeah, I
0: saw that uh, when I played the AI, like, in the early stages (laughs) before I played you. I did see that I built one near, like, a corner of the map, and they had not, I think, scouts, but a couple of units, and it was like, king, 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 and the guy was trying to, like, get to it, and he's like, bleh, yep. and I was like, whoa,
1: so... Yep, it's it's incredibly powerful, and because the range is so long, you can't get almost any unit within range of it, except for... or. Um, like siege. You can't get any unit in, like enough units in to destroy it before it's killed off most of them and done massive amounts of damage to your army. But the trebuchet has enough range that it can attack from outside of the structure's defense range. It's a super powerful defensive weapon. Mm. Yeah, that
0: you know, us talking about it right now makes me want to go in and try a quick game. <laughs> like, after we get up, like, ah, maybe I'll try them English again and give it a shot, you know? So, but I mean, it was. Um, like I said, it's been a long time, and I know there's been some talk online that like, oh, I'm just going back to Age of, you know, Age of Empires three, and it's like, well, I don't know. And and the only thing I haven't seen is I've only done the tutorial and like, I think one other mission. But you were saying there's like videos on like uh, warfare, like actual like videos with like historians saying, oh, they would do this and the British would do this and like, yep, yep.
1: yeah, they set them up. Uh, when you play through the like beginning tutorial, you're the English. And you go through, uh, I don't know, 150 or 200 years of English history and, and battles. And before each mission or segment of the, uh, I don't want to call it a tutorial, but sort it's, of a, a, it's it's a they call it a campaign
0: because uh, you play through the the or you know the can the yeah. Normandy campaign or the whatever like yeah.
1: Yeah, but it's also, like, build this unit, build that unit. And they sort of guide you along because they talk about, you know, this particular structure was incredibly important in this battle. And uh, what they'll do is they'll, like, do a video of the actual area. Oh, wow. Right now, today. And then they'll, like, overlay units fighting in those areas and talk about the battle and how it works.
0: Oh, that's pretty Uh, cool.
1: they're, They're pretty cool. The... Um only campaign that I've done so far is the English one, but I'm sure yeah, I think there's that. like five Nobody's of them you can good. do the Russian one's
0: good. I just saw there was an achievement for like I think five different like the Mongol campaign, the whatever campaign, like the Chinese there's like five I think you can do uh and then if you're doing the campaign and you do specific things, they give you an achievement which seems, I mean, obviously I'm a novice, but I'm like, that seems incredibly daunting. Like, steal this thing in this campaign during this mission, during this point of time. You're like, wait, what? I guess I could replay it, but yeah. that seems very hard,
1: so. I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do. Some of the additional quests that they're talking about are actually pretty easy to achieve. Some of them, not so much.
0: Not so much, yeah. So, I mean, do you, I mean, I know, I guess it would be differences like on days, like days of the week to ask you, but do you enjoy this more or do you like Civ 6 more than, because you played Civ 6 a lot. And I know I download it for free and you're like, hey man, any time. And the amount of time you put into it scared me more than Age of Empires 4 because I know you play these games. But I thought, well, we're both kind of coming in at Age of Empires 4 like an even footing. We haven't played in a while, but Civ, you've dropped so much time in it. I'm more intimidated to fight you in Sim. Um,
1: Age of Empires Four is really nice from a perspective of I want to sit down and play for a couple of hours. Like I want to play a game on the weekend, but I still have things I want to do. Uh, Civilization, no matter which version you're playing, is a, I'm going to spend my entire weekend in front of my computer. Can you save, like,
0: mid-missions and stuff, though? Like, Civ? Like, if you're... So you could save.
1: Yep. That's good, though. And with Civilization, like, at least in my own personal opinion, like, as an adult that's married, that owns a house where I've got, like, responsibilities, I always end up having to save. Because I can never get more than a few hours of playtime in. But then you come back to the game, and you're trying to remember where you were at. It's just more difficult. So Civilization has a different place... Um, from a strategy perspective it's far more in depth because you're planning technologies way further out and what's going to happen and you're managing multiple different cities economies and trade and political interactions whereas Age of Empires your options are destroy your enemies' landmarks um, capture all of the sacred sites and hold them build a wonder and hold them and I think, collect all of the relics and hold them for a certain period of time. Yeah. That sounds uh, Yeah, so your win conditions are a lot smaller.
0: Well, I um, noticed, I, I mean, uh, yes, I short. lost, but, like, they were, like, an hour, even when you and I played, and mm-hmm. you were just being mildly aggressive. Like, you weren't being so aggressive. It was, like, an hour. So, like, if you know, like, if I wake up Sunday morning and go, yeah, it's 7, I'll have a cup of coffee, and for an hour I'm just going to sit here and probably get beat by whatever civilization... Then, uh, you know, even if you win, it could take a little bit
1: longer, but... Um, I've had a couple hour games. I've had a couple of two hour long games oh. against AI.
0: That's still not that bad, though, like you said, compared to like half your Saturday or whatever playing Civ. Yeah. You know, it's and easier Particularly,
1: to it's easy to sink a lot of time when you're really pushing yourself to a new level of difficulty or trying to learn a new civilization because it's not hard to restart a couple of times trying okay. to get into it.
0: Yeah. So as a quick aside, uh, I did want to talk about Age of Empires four, but like I sent you that video for the Dune strategy game, the new mm-hmm. redone Dune. That looks really good, too. I remember seeing that a long time ago, but never playing it, but I, I love Dune, I love sci-fi, and that'd definitely be something I'd want to try, but I don't know when that's coming out. I know Funcom is developing it. I think they got money oh. from Tencent, but, I, you know, Tencent... Even though whatever you say about a Chinese investor, I guess some investors of Funcom actually were like, hey, when are you coming out with that Dune thing? I know you've been working on it. So, like, they're interested in them doing it. And and there's obviously footage now.
1: Um, Well, yeah, they're showing gameplay footage. So they've got to be reasonably close, right?
0: I do like the added uh, kind of wild card of the sandworms that they showed in the trailer. Like, you could be fighting and a sandworm is like, oh, is that vibration? And just, like, eats your harvester or, like, your units where you're like, oh, no. Like, uh, I don't know. You being a strategy guy, you may hate that. I think it adds a level of chaos where you're like, hey, we're kind of both, you know what I mean? We could equally get screwed over on this, you know? like
1: My suspicion is is you can manipulate that just like in the books and movies. Put some some thumpers down or something? Like, put thumpers down or you know intentionally fight your enemy near their spice gatherers uh i think there's there's ways you could use that for your advantage is my my guess
0: yeah i wonder if you could be the Arakans and they could do like a stealth mission and just dump thumpers around and then run away and then you and and i wonder if like the thumpers have health it's like you kill them but the thumpers are like going and you have like a just like when you hold the relics in age of empire if like the thumpers have a timer of like you have this much time to destroy these the sandwyrns are on their way you know It's not a it's not a total win condition. You can get out of it, but you better be quick. Like that would be very interesting, because they're like they're gonna eat all your stuff. Like,
1: and 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 again, you're adding another depth into the strategy. I think what you're looking at with uh, with the Dune game though is gonna be closer to like an Age of Empires type strategy, where it's going to be a shorter gameplay, gather resources, you build armies, and then you achieve your objective, be it capture a a point, uh, wipe out the enemy completely, or wipe out certain structures, whatever it may be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm
0: looking forward. Did I say that video? Because I was like, "Hey, look, another one <laughs> that you can beat me at." But yeah, I think maybe I'll, I'll get in contact with you in like a week or two and be like, "Hey, man, it's Friday. If you don't got anything going on, you want to come beat me again?" <laughs> and I'll try somebody else. to. but I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's like uh, you know, like I said, I don't normally play it, but even though I lost. I was like, okay, I'm starting to get a little bit of the flow of it, you know, like, resources. I actually built an army when you attacked me last time, but not, obviously, to the scope of your siege weapons. There was soldiers. I The only change I wish is there was, like, an alert where, like, there's a bell on my civilization, so you know you're being attacked. I wish your soldiers would come, but I had to, like, manually tell them to, like, go over there and defend, like. Yeah. It's like, I wish there was one thing that's like, oh, no, we all need to come over, you know, instead of telling them there was, like, a
1: threat. Your units will automatically attack the enemy within a certain range. But they won't just run across your base or the map because the bell's going off. You you do have to move them. Uh, And you had your soldiers pretty spread out.
0: I I try to get them at the points of the walls, you know, but I didn't. No holes in your walls. That shouldn't yeah, be like I was soldiers, like stuffed soldiers, in those holes in the wall to
1: see if they stop the attack. So yeah, see, so strategy games like that just they just aren't your strength, Joe.
0: It might be later,
1: but uh, yeah. Practice. You yeah. need some practice.
0: Yeah. Well, Evan, it's been fun. Thank you for beating me. I'm sure like I said in the next in the next couple weeks, i will be like, "Hey man, it's Friday. Do you want to come beat me again?" And you'll be like, "Yeah. yeah. I I want to so feel good. I want to feel really good about myself." You off the map. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks, Evan. Thanks for talking. Yeah. Good to be here.
0: So that was Evan talking about how he beat me. In Age of Empires 4. And like I said, I, I had a good time, even though he beat me a lot. So uh, I think that's going to end it this week, guys. Uh, just to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithfreef.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You sub- you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes or Google Play Store, and I'm on Spotify. Or you can find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. Or you can drop me a line, an uh, actual email, at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com so go to all those places and again i will be better about promoting this but till then have a good week and i will talk to you guys again next week bye